This Week in Tech. Now's your chance to get caught up on all that's happening in the technology around Akron and the rest of the world. Now, here's Gene Destro. This week, social media in the spotlight with another big Facebook data sharing scandal, new information on just how much the Russians are influencing Americans by using social media, and a local woman who actually got sentenced to jail for inducing panic after posting false information on Facebook. We'll also find out about efforts to bring more software companies to Akron, a giant leap ahead in computing power, and how you can take a ride on a spaceship even if you're not an astronaut. All this and more coming up. A couple of new reports from the Senate Intelligence Committee have revealed the Russians have been and continue to interfere in U.S. politics, not only during the 2016 presidential election in favor of President Donald Trump, but also continuing through to the present and using a vast array of online resources. CBS technology consultant Larry Maggot. A lot of what's in this report have been generally known for quite some time, that Russia did in fact interfere with the U.S. election, that different messages were aimed at different groups to try to get out the vote of conservatives and depress the vote of liberals, and that technology companies were late in disclosing information to investigators. But what's perhaps the most disturbing part of what came out is the vast breadth and reach of their disinformation efforts. Business Insider reports they were not only posting on Facebook and Twitter, but they were also on Instagram. In fact, more on Instagram even than on its parent company, Facebook. In addition, the Russians were using Tumblr, Google+, YouTube, Vine, Pinterest, SoundCloud, Reddit, and even Pokemon Go. Companies reading, writing, and erasing your private messages on Facebook may sound like a privacy nightmare, but it was apparently allowed under business agreements between the tech giant and some of the world's largest companies. That's according to a report in the New York Times. CBS News correspondent Anne-Marie Green has more. The New York Times reports Facebook gave tech giants far greater access to your user data than it previously disclosed. The Times investigation found more than 150 companies benefited from data sharing deals with Facebook, most of them tech companies like Amazon, Netflix, Microsoft and Yahoo. The arrangements help Facebook rack up new users and more advertising dollars. Of course, this isn't the first time Facebook has been shown to be playing fast and loose with your private information. And as Tony DeCopel reports, there could be a rough road ahead for the social network as a result. This could go beyond bad public relations for Facebook, and here's why. A 2011 settlement agreement with the Federal Trade Commission requires Facebook to obtain consumers' consent before sharing their information. A Facebook spokesperson told The Times most of its partnerships did not require this because it, quote, considered partners extensions of itself pretty clever. Facebook says it found no evidence that any of those partners abused users' data. Recognizing that these kinds of data leaks continue to occur and that billions of people worldwide are still posting to social media every day, we decided to look at the issue of privacy a little bit more deeply. Scott Maloof is an attorney from the Rochester, New York area who's focused on social media law, and he recently talked to students at the University of Akron about it. We asked... Do we legally have any real expectation of privacy when we use social media? First off, it's how do you frame the expectation of privacy versus law enforcement performing an investigation versus your employer requesting information versus the, the world at large. 
And I think the best thing for people to do is really take a step back and ask themselves, what am I posting? How am I using these tools? And not to assume just because there are privacy settings or because maybe they've given the account an anonymous name that, that isn't traceable to them, that it is private. They should really always assume that anything they put up there has a potential to come back and be associated with them and there can be repercussions from it. Now, outside of the repercussions in terms of police and legal action in that way, there also are repercussions that could come to bear in terms of what you post on social media with regard to your job and your employment, mm -hmm. whether it's the job you have now or the job you're trying to get in the future. And I understand that you have some insights on that. Yeah, I think the number one thing, of course, is to realize that an employer or a school or an organization that you want to work with may be looking at social media. And so the first thing is be critical, have a critical eye of your own social media and see what it looks like. You know, look at it, Google search yourself, look at it from an outsider's perspective. There are various laws across the country called password protection laws. Ohio does not have one. You know, my state, York, does not have one. Those laws generally will say if people's information is, again, behind a privacy screen, an employer cannot ask for a password, an employer cannot ask to shoulder surf to look at it. But again, the, the big takeaway is people should not assume a level of privacy given to them by the privacy controls of their device. You could always have someone, uh, a coworker, who doesn't like something you've done and shares that with the boss. for a Coventry Township woman who was sentenced to a short stint in jail, put on house arrest, and barred from using social media for a whole year after making false posts on Facebook about a student with a gun at Coventry Middle School last year, says his client will appeal. Jeff Laybourne says he doesn't believe the actions of his client, Aaron Krogan, actually rose to the legal definition of inducing panic in the community. If we're going to start criminalizing false statements or alleged lies or just maybe information that we don't know if it is true or false, if we're going to start criminalizing that, especially on social media, I believe that it's a slippery slope. But Assistant Barberton City Prosecutor Michelle Banbury disagrees and describes the more than 40 posts Erin Krogan made on Facebook. Fabrications, where she was trying to convince people in the community that they should be concerned for their children, they should be concerned with how the administrators handled this incident, that they should be concerned, you know, for everyone's safety when that just simply was not true. Of course, we all do have some expectation of privacy when it comes to our own computers and data. That's why we use passwords. But as we all know, they don't always work. Gary Nunn reports on this year's crop of the ones that are the least effective. Hackers breeze right through the obvious when it comes to passwords. The splash data list of top 100 worst includes the usual mainstays, faves, or 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and password. Newcomers include Princess at number 11, Donald at number 23, celebrity names, terms from pop culture and sports, as well as simple keyboard patterns also help hackers break into online accounts because... They know so many people use such easy-to-remember combinations. Gary Nunn, CBS News. An 
Stanford-based investment fund just got a $300,000 grant from the federal government to help attract and grow software companies in the Akron area. Fusion Fund Manager Victoria Tift says the money from the Commerce Department will cover some of their operational costs as they try to attract investors to what they hope will become a $20 million investment fund. We've already invested in several software firms in our region. We envision that we'll continue to invest in other software firms, and that'll help companies that are at the stage where they're trying to grow and they've got an opportunity for growth, but they need some form of investment capital to bridge that gap. And the way that this helps Akron is by increasing and offering additional jobs, bringing more of a tax base to our region because these companies are locating and expanding in our area. And we look to continue to do that um, over the next five to 10 years as we're growing this fund. Now from computer software to computer hardware, there's something very new and very powerful on the horizon. What is a 3D computer chip? I'm Brian Cooley from CNET in search of the next big thing. Intel doesn't have the chip dominance it once did. Apple makes its own mobile chips and soon those for its laptops. NVIDIA's moved way beyond graphics and Samsung is a huge chip competitor. So Intel looks to leapfrog them with 3D. The idea is to lay out those microscopic transistors that make up a chip in more than one layer. Sort of like building a two-story apartment building instead of a single. The promised performance benefits come from eliminating bottlenecks that exist in today's flat processors. And Intel promises this won't just be gilding the CPU lily, but creating the kind of power we'll need soon for artificial intelligence processing, VR in real time, and autonomous car tasks. This new family of 3D chips should arrive in late 2019, and Intel hopes it gets a lot of people excited about buying computers again. The one I'm recording this on is seven years old and doing just fine. Know what's next at CNET. And finally, how much would you pay for a ride in a spaceship? Well, as Carter Evans reports, if you've got the money, honey, Virgin Galactic's got the ride. This trip of a lifetime could now just be months away for some of the 600 people who've booked it. They're each paying $250,000 for the 90-minute joyride, including seven minutes of weightlessness. That breaks down to $36,000 for each gravity-defined moment. But there's competition. From Elon Musk and SpaceX to Jeff Bezos and his company Blue Origin, plans to rocket tourists to space and parachute them back to Earth. And that's it for now. See you next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Tune in next week for more tech news and find more online at wakr.net.